What's up, everyone? It's your host, Thomas Kopelman, and this is The Long Game Podcast, a podcast about turning passions into purpose. In each episode, you'll hear highly motivated individuals share their stories of pursuing their passions, taking control of their destiny, and ultimately living their purpose, leaving you inspired to follow their lead. Thomas Kopelman is a financial advisor at RLS Wealth. All opinions expressed by Thomas and his podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of RLS Wealth. This podcast is for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes. It should not be considered advice. Consult your financial advisor, tax, legal, and any other advisors you have before making any decisions regarding your financial plan. For joining me today, this is Thomas Kopelman, your host of the Long Game Podcast. Um, Thanks again for joining me today. So, Basically, the whole point of having this one is to share a little bit about my story. So everyone moving forward after this is we're going to have guests, but I thought it could be helpful for you as the listener to get to know me a little bit better. So I'm going to share my story of really how I got to where I am today and then what I do and then again reiterate the purpose of this podcast. So let's go back all the way to, you know, the start for me. So I grew up in Rockford, Illinois. It's a small town that if you're from the Chicago area, it's not a suburb of Chicago, but if you're from anywhere else, you can say it's a suburb of Chicago. It's only about an hour and a half outside of Chicago. So I grew up, it was, I had a pretty standard childhood to say. I mean, I had great parents, I had great family, great grandparents, people that really cared about me and wanted to see me grow and become the type of person that I wanted to be. My entire childhood honestly revolved around school, family, and sports. It, that's pretty much it, uh, and mostly sports, to be honest. I didn't necessarily take school too seriously. I, I did fine. I, I did well, actually, in school, but it wasn't my first priority. My first priority was always basketball ever since I can really remember. I, I grew up you know, shooting out in, out in my backyard just wanting to be J.J. Redick and playing for Duke and Hopefully all you guys that hate on Duke, that doesn't push you away from the podcast by any means, but that was always my dream, and I worked really hard for it. We had a really great high school basketball career. My high school was great. Went to state a couple times, and I had the opportunity to get to play college basketball. Um, After evaluating a lot of different options of where to go, uh, I ended up choosing just the best basketball school I could, which was Minnesota State in Mankato, Minnesota. So... I get there, you know, it's not really the the right fit for me to say. I was injured. I had to play my freshman year through an injury and ended up deciding that, you know, basketball wasn't really it for me anymore. I was kind of losing my love for the game and I felt like I was just playing for everybody else and not for me. And one thing I promised myself is that, you know, I was going to work hard for the ability to play college basketball, but once it wasn't fun, I wasn't going to keep doing it. Like the whole goal of basketball was an escape for me. It was fun. It was a passion. It wasn't something that was meant to feel like a job and, and be miserable. So once I reached that point, I was injured. I decided, you know, maybe that wasn't the best bet for me. I need to focus in on school and I need to figure out who I really want to be outside of basketball, which if you know a lot of athletes, that's something a lot of people struggle with is really figuring out who they are when they leave the sport. So what I knew is that with the next school I went to, it had to be somewhere where I was going to really enjoy the experience there. I was going to grow as a person. I was going to grow professionally. And it was ultimately going to lead me to be where I want to be 30 years down the line. So my brother and sister-in-law both went to Butler University in Indianapolis and they had just an amazing experience. They had great friends, they grew a lot professionally, they had good internships and they loved the city. So after visiting a bunch of times, I ended up deciding that Butler was probably the best place for me. Um, 
and long story short, it was. I, I was in a fraternity there. I was a marketing and business major and, and just loved my time there. I, there's definitely ways I think I could have taken advantage of the experience more, but I think I did a pretty good job of networking and, and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So honestly, during my time there, I think I had six internships, everything from consulting to working at a small insurance firm to working at Eli Lilly, a big pharmaceutical company. And the one thing that I found with all the internships is that I didn't necessarily have a passion for any of the things that I was doing. And knowing myself, I dive really deep and work really hard for the things that I love. So it was basketball was that one thing growing up. And what I realized that I needed to find something that inspired me in the same way that basketball did, something that I would want to get up every day and do because I know that for me it's really hard to push myself to work hard in things that don't interest me or things that I think are pointless. I'm a pretty self-motivated person and I'm motivated by the things that interest me. And I knew a couple of the things that interest me is one was helping others um, and I, I kind of started to figure that out through coaching and I did some personal fitness training throughout college as well, but I knew personal training wasn't necessarily the, the best bet. Um, it probably, it, it definitely wasn't the safest um, and I was lucky and I ended up getting a job right out of college to work as a financial advisor. Um, the difference was is where I was hired was what we call a broker dealer. And so at broker dealers, you do a lot more than financial advising. You sell insurance, you sell annuities, and you can also do some financial planning as well. And some broker dealers get a really bad rep because all they try to do is sell insurance to you. Um, and I was, I would say that I was on the better half of that, the broker dealer I was at, I'm not going to name names, but insurance was still a heavy piece, but they also let me do financial planning. And so after working there for a short amount of time, I kind of got that itch for financial planning. I saw how important financial planning is, how much of a difference it can make. Just the firm that I was at wasn't necessarily incentivizing you around financial planning. And I realized that that was the most important thing that I could do. So luckily I joined um, what's called the advisor growth community. My boss, Justin, actually is the co-founder of it. And through joining the advisor growth community, I got connected to a lot of great advisors across the country. And I started to learn about what it means to be a fee-only financial advisor. So I knew that I wanted to be at a firm where it was fee-only and I was incentivized to do the best things for my clients. And I wanted to be somewhere where I could also create content and educate people because, yes, I'm in financial advising because I think it's a great job and because I love it, but I'm also in it because I want to help educate others to create generational wealth for them and their families and ultimately allow them to live the life that they want. Uh, like I said before, I mean, I consider myself one of the lucky ones. My parents have jobs that they really like. My dad ended up leaving a corporate job to to be a CFO at a large megachurch. And for him, that was one of the best things that he ever could do for himself. He was surrounded by great people. He was doing work that he loved. And you can just see the change in a person when they get to do those type of things. So for me, I knew that that was the route that I wanted to go down. I wanted to find something that I love and to be able to help other people do that. So joining Justin and joining RLS Wealth was pretty much the greatest opportunity I could ever ask for. Um, I have a leader who knows what he's doing, who can help you know, change and impact other people's lives, but he's also genuine and cares about people more than just viewing them as a client. Um, and what I believe about financial advising is that 
you can create and you can help people create the lives that they want through good financial planning. And this podcast isn't necessarily going to go too much into the financial planning side of it. Um, I talked about that a little bit in the prelude. It's going to be more so um, sharing stories of people that have created the life they want and share how they did that. So ever since then, you know, the last few months I've been with Justin and one of my main focuses is creating content that's going to help impact people. As a financial advisor, you can really only have maybe 100 clients, 150 clients and service them well. But that still leaves a lot of people out there that are hungry for financial advice and need it. So through the podcast, through the rest of the content I have, so I have a website with a blog, and then I post on social media, we create videos. Really the whole goal is to just help bring financial literacy to as many people as possible because you know as you go through school it's not something that is taught I think we're just now getting to the time where people are starting to actually want to learn about financial literacy and not just necessarily investments itself so that's one of my biggest goals um and for me that's that's kind of how I find my purpose I think impacting other people and their lives and what better way for me to do it through storytelling and through finances um Finances are kind of a part of everybody's life, so it's something that you can talk about with everybody, but typically it's something that very few people have a strong knowledge about, but a lot of people still tend to try to figure it out on their own, and that's okay, and I want to help those people that are trying to figure it out on their own have good info. I mean, if you look at TikTok or you look at LinkedIn or you look at YouTube, there's all these get-rich-quick schemes, and as much as we want to all believe that those are true and those are going to work most times that they don't there really is no quick way to becoming rich unless you know you're lucky and you get an inheritance but other than that it's just creating good habits saving and doing all the right things so you know whether you're a christian whether you believe in religion whatever you believe you know i think it's important to figure out how to find your purpose and live your purpose and that doesn't necessarily have to be through your job you know there's people that their job is their passion their business is their passion And there's other people that their hobbies are their passion, whether it's working out or, you know, whatever it may be. I think finding that passion is important to living a life that you truly want and one that makes you feel fulfilled. Um, And what I believe is I'm here to help people figure out how do you turn what you love into your purpose. And, you know, that's, that's not always a realistic thing for everybody, but I think there are ways for you to get closer to it. And if you're a young listener, one thing I really want to hit on is that you don't have to, when you graduate high school or graduate college, have this figured out. But I think the goal is to take the steps to getting there. So maybe your first job isn't something that you love. What can you pick from that to set you apart, to getting you closer to where you want to be in the long run, I think is what's what's really important. So I hope you tune back in as we have some pretty cool guests lined up. Um, And the first episode is out now, so go check it out. 